0: Welcome, everyone, to the L7C Podcast Wrestling Edition. Today, we have a jam-packed episode for y'all to listen to. We're going to be talking about some of our favorite moments from the Forbidden Door pay-per-view that uh, happened a couple weeks ago. And also, we're going to be talking about Money in the Bank that just concluded this past weekend. Two major pay-per-views that we prepared you for our last podcast. So now we're reviewing them this podcast. As always, we got the wrestling expert, Jacob Mason, with us. How are you doing today, sir?
1: doing fantastic, buddy. It's great to celebrate 4th of July and yeah. kick it off with a wrestling podcast. that will be a good day, man.
0: That's a good thing on you, man. Again, that's a good point. Happy 4th of July to everyone out there listening to this. Obviously, you'll listen to this after the 4th of July, but happy 4th of July. Then we got the
2: captain with us, Byron Mitchell. How are you doing today, sir? I'm doing good. Happy 4th of July. I'm uh, so excited to talk about Forbidden Door and Money in the Bank, too. Great pay-per-views. Or PLEs as WWE likes to call them. Oh boy. <laughs> so
0: let's start off with Forbidden Door. This happened last week. A whole bunch of matches. It didn't end till around midnight. And I'm just gonna throw it off to Jacob. What were some of the matches that really
1: caught your eye besides the uh main event? I mean It's the Will Ospreay versus Kenny Omega match was match of the night, possibly match of the year candidate right there. Uh absolute certified fucking
3: banger. Um what else is fucking awesome?
1: Uh I mean the whole pay-per-view was awesome. I mean, I know I know I bought it, I know you guys bought it. We talked about it on the last AEW pay-per-view. I'm like, you have to make me want to spend my money for for more than one match. And they certainly very, very, very fucking delivered on this match or on this pay-per-view. I had to say my absolute favorite moment of the entire entire pay-per-view was uh, Chris Jericho, Sammy Guevara, and Minoru Suzuki doing that one pose in the middle of their match. That was hilarious. And the fact that the crowd is chanting murder grandpa for uh Minoru Suzuki was fucking chef's kiss. Absolutely amazing. Uh everything everything was good. I mean every everything was good. I, I loved this pay-per-view. I it was a fun pay-per-view. It was a good pay-per-view. I couldn't I can't complain
3: about this entire thing. Byron, how
2: about yourself, man? Um, I pretty much agree with what Jacob said. Definitely Will Ospreay versus um Kenny Omega was definitely a match of the night. It was so hard hitting, and just the spots they did were just insane. Um one of my favorite spots is when Kenny Omega was in the ropes and then Will Osprey did like a I think it was a shooting star press to his back, I'm like, holy shit, that looks dangerous, but they successfully pulled it off, and everyone was talking about the Tiger Driver 91, how well, they're amazed that Kenny Omega didn't break his neck, that spot was insane, but, like, the whole card was good, like, each match was just phenomenal, this is why I love Forbidden Door, because you get to see you know, the Japanese wrestlers from NJPW that you don't get to see normally, and then you get to see, you know, American wrestlers that you see you all the time, just go at it, and the card is always, always amazing. Forbidden Door is probably, will probably, like, be my number one pay-per-view each year because it's just amazing.
1: I mean, also, let's talk about how amazing the main event was with the fact that Dana Bryan somehow broke his forearm. And still finish the match. <laughs> still finish the match. In so great great fashion, mind you. Like um and he also came out to uh the final countdown, mm-hmm. which is throw back to his uh Ring of Honor indie days. Fucking ah, oh,
3: That was so hype, so hype. Also that submission he put um Okada in, it just looks so painful. Like I'd tap out too. <laughs>
1: For sure, absolutely, and then uh, I think one of the biggest, like, shocking moments of it was for me. Um, that wasn't in the main event was the fact that Jungle Boy Jack Perry took out Hook, mm-hmm. and so now we have heel Jack Perry now. So we're going to we're going to be seeing this. Um, I I don't quite understand it. It still doesn't make sense to me, but, you know, fuck it, whatever. It is what it is. Let's see what happens.
4: Yeah.
0: I mean, everything you guys have said has been spot on. I remember I was recording a podcast at the beginning of Forbidden Door with someone else on the L7C, and I turned and I saw MJF because I had it on mute. So at first I was furious. I'm like, why is the champ going out first? And then Jacob sent me the reason why, and then seeing that promo, I'm like, This guy's a genius.
4: (laughs) He's like, Mm -hmm. I don't want to
0: be here any longer than I need to. So let me go first, because, again, we're big. If you're the main champ, you should be going last pot over here. But I understood Mm -hmm. in that reference. Jacob, you think it was hard for because I think there was only two matches after that. Kenny and Will match was, like you said, match of the night, already probably a leading contender for match of the year, I believe. Like following up that stuff is hard
1: oh god yeah i mean very hard uh it's something else you were talking about you know like how you said we are definitely big about the champion going last Mm -hmm. um it was in a way like how both AEW and new japan put their main champions like before everything else
3: like Mm -hmm. just fine um
1: MJF, great though with that promo, yo. Explaining why, and also, can we talk about his uh, ring attire? New Japan is an indie.
0: Oh yeah, he he kills it. He kills it with ring attire, man. He kills it every time on these big shows.
1: So good, like it. It reminds me of like ravishing Rick Rude from back in the day, Mm -hmm. fire just being just so fucking heelish. It's so good. Like, the only match that didn't make sense to me, mm-hmm. or that I was just like eh, whatever, was the uh, Tony Storm match. Well, I'm gonna not gonna lie;
2: I actually enjoyed that match. Did you? I did. I thought because <laughs> for like a moment I know, like I knew Tony Storm was going to retain, but for like that brief moment, I was like, "Shit, will might pull this off?"
1: I mean, it's kind of crazy though to think about it because we were because Sasha got injured. Was she mm-hmm. legit injured? Yeah, yeah she legit, legit injured. injured. Yeah, legit, legit injured. But we were kind of robbed of seeing Sasha. Yeah. You know yeah. Sasha? Yep. yep.
0: That's also the thing that always sucks with like these, like those things, Jacob, because you're sitting there watching, you're like, oh, this is fine, but it's like, in a perfect world, this would have been Sasha, aka Mercedes, in this match right mm-hmm. now. Yeah. And then who, and then, I mean, I would assume Mercedes would have gone over, but you never know. And also I think it's also a thing with Tony Storm because we're just like this is her second stint as champ and the first stint and we talked about it wasn't as great so it's like but now you have flunkies. We'll see how long that lasts. And I know Britt Breaker is trying to be so anti not go after the belt but her not going after the belt. She's still the biggest woman star in the company and most of the stories are focused around her. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. I mean, now, I mean, what was it, that AEW episode a couple of weeks ago where her and Adam Cole were just getting smoked inside of the ring in the like, a Jericho that were just yeah. killing them? <laughs> I'm like, jeez, but we'll see. I mean, because it's looking like Sky Blue is going to be the next up against Tony. Is that what we're looking at?
2: I know they've already had a match for the championship. I know, I think the one Owen's heart... Um, tournaments going on. I don't know if that's for like the number one contendership for Tony's title, Um, but I know Sky Blue um, has advanced to the next round, so we'll
0: see. And one of the other things you want to spot during AEW, Jacob, we're talking about grandpa's. What's Sting doing taking those type of bumps at 65 years old? (laughs) Okay. I love it. I absolutely love it fuck it at this
1: point, Sting is he is, still like, you gotta give it to the guy, he's still doing everything he can to be entertaining, Mm -hmm. you know, he's only doing tag matches, it's all with Darby, but like, he's still, like, getting some fun spots and trying to pop the crowd, and I am, I am fucking here for it It, it's just it's the dude just jumped off a ladder into a table the other week, like, it's just what Mm -hmm. the hell? Fuck yeah. Let's go, boys.
2: Man has I, no fear at his age. I, but <laughs> no. uh, I, th- I think that's the thing, too.
0: I think I'm afraid that I don't want these people turning out like Flair. Yeah. Because you, you got to know when to stop. Like, I don't want him chasing because Flair almost died. That <laughs> He legit almost died. Like, I don't want other wrestlers to get to that point because, you know, as soon as one of them dies, mainstream media is going to be all super negative about him again. So, mm-hmm. That's what I'm afraid of. I'm afraid Singh's not going to know when it's like, all right, we need to stop. That's it.
2: I mean, I I like him still. I mean, I really like him, but it's just, I don't want him to die. Yeah, hopefully he has, like, people in his corner telling him, like, bro, you probably should stop soon. I like Ric Flair. Oh, he yeah, he he kept
0: going. He kept going to each promotion and doing his thing. Another thing I wanted to talk about, too, which was an interesting dynamic in their match, Team we hate C- CM Punk the Elite versus Team <laughs> BCC. There is an interesting dynamic there with Eddie Kingston and John Moxley, and it's continuing on AEW. The Elite won this match, but no help to Kingston. Really didn't help. He ar- argued with the Elite going back. Is Kingston trying to pull Moxley out of the Combat Club? Like, is that what we're trying to do, Jacob? Or
1: is that the new story? No, see, all right, so here's here's the thing, and I'm not trying to quote another podcast or anything, but like Busted Open Radio was talking about on their show the other day. Uh AEW is constantly saying that all Eddie Kingston has so much heat with uh Claudio oh, Yeah
4: and
1: yeah. has all this heat, you know, with John Moxley, but they don't really go into it why. There's like, oh they had beef in Shikara, and it's like I'm on AEW. I don't give a fuck about Shikara right now. Tell me why, mm-hmm. because I, I'm the wrestling expert, and I still don't even completely remember why the hell they despise each other. I just know they hate each other. But I'm like, I wish I would be more clear on this storyline of like why Eddie Kingston is being Eddie Kingston right now with all his shit. You make a good point, Jacob. Because when
0: him and Claud- like it's it's very tense when him and Claudio are in like in the same like they don't really look at each other like it's. It's almost like Riddle's Seth Rollins. Yes, mm-hmm. yes. But we knew the Seth Rollins. That was because of Riddle's ex-wife. Like we don't know anything
1: about the real reasons. Yeah, I'm, and yeah. I know I Google it. But I, I, the average person should not have to Google. I shouldn't have to look into the lore <laughs> of <laughs> of wrestling. The, you know, the commentary. Yeah, they should have like a. A commentary, or a big blow off, or a video package, or or something along those lines. But is Eddie trying to pull John Moxie out of the Combat Club? I I I don't know. I maybe.
3: Um, also, uh,
0: the crowd hates CM Punk. Let's, is- let's go. Perfect segue. Um, I I remember texting um some people about him like, we ain't in Chicago no more. Like we're not in Chicago anymore, and it's kind of funny too because CM Punk on the main card was the second match. Yeah, because MJF was first, and then it was, yeah, Punk versus Kojima, and obviously CM Punk won. It, yeah, he was getting way more booze and cheers during his entrance. Obviously, he he's not bothered because he's CM Punk. He's a professional, but. You want to talk about contracts. Shout out to the producer, Justin Ackendell who's going to be uh, editing this, but he brought up a very good point. It's like AEW is in the territory days and all they do stuff is in Chicago because as soon as this pay-per-view was going on, they announced a week-long thing in Chicago. I'm trying to remember the exact pay-per-view
3: that it is. Yeah, it all, not all in,
2: but... Cause it's a they're gonna be there all week. I can't remember the pay per view yeah, either. But oh,
0: AEW All Out United Center. All out, yeah, yeah. It's gonna be part of a week long stay in Chicago. So they're gonna do AEW Dynamite slash Rampage Wednesday the thirtieth. AEW Collision Saturday September second. AEW All Out September September third. This is a week long. All out will mark the first AEW event in the United Center since the Collision debut, but. A week in Chicago, you already know the like this is all punk,
3: yes, that's the only city that will cheer him.
0: We gotta think he's 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 main eventing. We got to
2: he's yeah, he's probably main eventing all out and collision.
1: It also comes back to like what Mitch Oso said <laughs> he he said, why can't they do anything but punk outside of Chicago? That's a good. And no my point. wife literally was like, holy shit, he is getting booed bad. I'm like, oh, yeah. <laughs> I, th- I think everyone everyone in the wrestling world collectively said at the same time, like, yeah, we ain't in Chicago anymore.
4: No
1: <laughs>
3: that's gonna be... It's gonna be crazy, because
0: man, no such a good segue, because this is on the 3rd, all out. Literally, September 3rd, so Labor Day weekend, the 27th is is Wembley. <laughs> so, we're going to go from August 27th to Wembley to September 3rd all out? Like, that's a lot. That's a lot on those wrestlers. I didn't know that those days lined up like that. Holy shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like a week apart. It's not. So, they're, and those are two, and obviously, that, Wembley's almost their, rest, it's got to be WrestleMania level, like, Thing because obviously they want it sold out. We do not know who's main eventing. We know Daniel Bryan won't be there. Shout out to him. He got hurt in the match, like Jacob said. But what do you do? Because obviously Tony wants a big main event for Wembley, and he's there's no way he doesn't want a big main event for all out. So, Jacob, what do you do booking wise? Because they gotta start telling us this card for Wembley, because we're in July and it's starting. That's the built next build-up.
1: Right. Um
3: going forward i mean it's kind of kind of hard because like
1: do you try and save guys for different shows mm-hmm. so they're not completely blown out with the travel and everything mm-hmm. or but at the same time wembley is what the there's only like been uh, as of right now there's only two wrestlemanias that have outsold wembley Mm-hmm. From everything I've seen, which is fucking
0: nuts. They're hungry for it, which I have something too for when we get to Money in the Bank
3: about London, but keep going. But uh I
1: I don't god damn, I would hope a fucking MJF like Thank you. <laughs> MJF should be the guy. Mm-hmm. He should be the guy at both fucking pay per views. It shouldn't even be a question. Mm-hmm. The fact it is a question is a problem. Exactly. I, I don't want you know I, if if he's a champion, we have to treat him like he's the fucking champion. Yes. Yes. And I get it. We did the promo and all that shit too and I get it. That's fine. They're doing their best to try and mitigate and go through all these icebergs but at the same time fuck, come on guys. What are we doing here? He's the fucking champion. Go
2: ahead, Byron. I was going to say, yeah, I'm like you guys. MVF should be the main event. But with how Kenny <laughs> Omega versus Osprey 3, would you want that to be the main event? Because from bed and Door, like the crowd was kind of dead <laughs> after that match and then kind of sparked up back in the main event for um, Brian versus Okada. So would you want that match to main event since it is. Um, Osprey's, like, home territory?
3: So you would have... Let's just play on that hypothetical. Let's say if you did that one. And then, let's say hypothetical,
0: you do that. Mm-hmm. And right now in Chicago, but we're being smart here, Punk main event's that. Mm-hmm. So you're saying... And then in hypothetical, that'd be... Because he did main event, which I thought was the original match of the year, now the Omega thing. The four pillars match, that pay-per-view, they didn't main event, which they should have. Um. should have. So you have MJF as the champ, one of the, hot, the hottest person in your company, four straight pay-per-views, he doesn't main event. Are you starting to shoot yourself in the foot, though, because 2024 is a real thing? True. Sure. Because isn't the CM Punk in WWE all over again when he was champ for 434 days and he didn't main event? Some of those pay-per-views.
2: I yeah, I agree. I'm just saying, from like a big ticket sale, you know Punk is going to main event Chicago. That's foregone con- conclusion. Oh no, he's hearing this. He's going to be like, they all think I'm g- those stupid
0: marks all think I'm going to main event. I'm going to put a curve on them. <laughs> <laughs> well,
2: do it then, Punk. <laughs> um, but I'm just thinking of like Osprey. Because you know Number three is coming, whether it's in London Mm -hmm. or in JPW. So like if it is in London, I would not be surprised if that was the main event.
0: Jacob, what do you think about that situation where if they do have main event, punk main events, this that's going to be four straight that
1: MJF does not main event. I mean, who's to say punk and MJF don't uh, main event the all out? That is a good point. That's true. That's man. a good point. Yeah, we were robbed of that match months ago. It's not going to the same, the same mm-hmm. feeling as it would have months ago. But we still eventually have to see that match.
0: That's a good point. That's a good point. But then Punk's going to go over, would you still
1: think? Up. Who the hell does MJF face it?
3: Wembley. <laughs> like, yeah. Like, Because he's got to be prominently featured. Like you can't have mm-hmm. him just. That's your world champ over there, right? I don't know who
1: the hell you have him face at Wembley though. Like in my in my head, like I want to say like Will Osprey possibly, but at the same time, like I don't want to see either of those guys lose. It makes I
4: don't
1: sense. Yeah. Need a loss. Um. And I don't want to see some hokey bullshit either where it'd be like a DQ someone would interfere shit I don't want that either so I don't know what the hell you do Byron brought up runbacks
0: what about the runback of him and Adam Cole because that match they had on AEW just regular Wednesday that was phenomenal that ended in time could you have them be a main event for the
2: title actually you could because they're supposed to be in this like tag team eliminator tournament you know they're gonna probably turn on oh yeah one. that's not gonna last long <laughs> so then you could have that set up for the main event of Wembley or all out if you know CM punk versus
1: honestly the the this whole like tag team thing right now it's actually kind of been hilarious with mjf just mjf has been hitting so many good one-liners I mean, MJF called in on, like, Adam Cole's Twitch stream. Yep. Which was, like, mm-hmm. <laughs> and can we, God, the greatest line I have possibly ever heard in wrestling ever was the other week on uh, on Dynamite where MJF is talking to Adam Cole and Roderick Strong is next to Adam Cole. And he goes, oh, hey, what's up, generic white guy wrestler? And just like, and it's, I was just like, oh my God, that's so hilarious. That's also like the truest thing ever. I mean, Roger Strong does look like a creator wrestler, I guess. But again, this is why he needs
0: to be prominently featured. The guy is amazing. Yeah. So good. Like, so I I don't know, like, Cole, but hell, we're probably going to get a Tony Khan has a secret signing in store for us. Just for Wembley. Mm-hmm. <laughs> a prominent Hall of Famer or something, you know, something crazy. Or maybe it's gonna be Wardlow and Christian. Who knows? <laughs> As a main event? <laughs>
4: <Yeah>.
0: <laughs> I think Daniel, I think Brian Danielson getting hurt puts him in a bind because I know he was gonna they could have did a run back with that.
4: Yeah, kind yeah.
0: yeah.
3: Or is it gonna be the elite? Who who says it's not the elite main eventing? Yeah. I mean, you have options. So just which direction you
2: would go in. It Oops. is so in AEW. I don't call the top baby face now. Because it was Jack Perry before he turned heel.
3: Mm, that's a good. I've actually never. Mm. Um. I mean, the elite right now is space. Okay. Yeah. know. See him the top baby face in Chicago. <laughs> yeah, I, it does give you straight up uh uh like uh how like Bret
1: Hart and Shawn Michaels were mm-hmm. back in the day. If it was in Canada, Bret Hart was getting cheered. If it was in America, Bret Hart was getting weird Yeah. yeah. <laughs> If it's in Chicago, God, what a cheer! If he's outside Chicago, man. Fuck that guy. I'm sick.
0: I'm sticking with my thing I said last podcast. Like, I really think they're gonna do this role reverse, like flip of Punk and MJF, and it's gonna be December wherever the pay per view is. He's gonna be like, I haven't signed. I'm about to walk out with this title, and Punk's gonna be the one to face him or something, unless Punk and them do like Jacob said in Chicago. But listen to this week. We're already talking about this week, and we haven't even got past SummerSlam. So, all out, all in on Wembley, August twenty seventh. Then you have the normal Monday Night Raws, NXT Dynamite on the thirtieth, AEW Collision on Saturday, September second. Then you have WWE Payback, September second, in Pittsburgh, and then All Out, September third.
2: I damn, that's most big, big wrestling that's post
0: SummerSlam. Jesus. <laughs> Shit. That's going into Labor Day weekend. That is post-SummerSlam. And we haven't even got to preview a SummerSlam. <laughs> so we have a ways to go. So, Wrestling is hitting right now. Yeah. Yes, but it is. Yes. we're all going to be very curious to see who's main eventing Wembley. Because they they got to build up to it. It's time now. And pray that no one gets hurt. into Jacob's thing, do you save guys? You go from Wembley to All Out two weekends in
2: a row?
4: like your other
2: have shows to save guys this might be a time where you do like dynamite on one pay-per-view and then collision on another pay-per-view because there's no way there's going to be some wrestler who has to wrestle at Wembley on Dynamite and at the pay-per-view someone's That's going to
1: someone's going to have to though yeah, oh, yeah. they're going to have to yeah, it's like something else is kind of crazy. Like uh, me and my one coworker, we were just talking the other day. Uh, the fuck are we doing with Jay White?
0: You know what the <laughs> biggest signing of the summer? Well, I guess now I'm coming back. <laughs> what is, but... the
3: fuck are we doing? And I hate And
1: Shout out to Anthony, my coworker. He said it the fucking best. New Bullet Club is the new fucking NWO where there's like 8 billion factions. It's so split off. I don't know what the hell is going on anymore. Yeah. And I was Mm -hmm. the biggest Bullet Club stand. I had all the freaking t shirts. I was that guy. Fuck me, dude. Can we just stop? Can we please stop a fucking Bullet Club at this point? You have a very
0: good point. It is like the NWO because you have everyone just in it. So yeah, yeah. Like
1: it? It. we had we had black and white. We had fucking uh, red and black. We had everyone was freaking NWO something. And now it's just like, it, it, dude, it just feels like history repeating itself because then you got Bullet Club, then you got Bullet Club Gold, which I don't. I. Jay White was kicked out of Bullet Club, but then I somehow still in Bullet Club. And then there's like 37 split offs in New Japan of it, and fucking I don't <laughs> it anymore. You're you're right, man. I just I'm still over this fact that they're doing a whole week in Chicago.
0: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like that's crazy. Y'all were just
1: there. Y'all were just there, dude. It's like uh, it's like Bethesda. Or Grand Theft or uh, Rockstar, like milking every possible penny we can get out of this one game. Grand Theft Auto Five. the <laughs> <laughs> Chicago like at? They're going to buy. They're going to be there. Fuck it.
0: Again, shout out to the producer Justin AEW. That's Chicago territory. That's their territory from the old days. And if you're yeah. too, and if you don't know what territories are, look it up. <laughs> <laughs> so let's go to money in the bank guys i got to get well there's one we did not call john cena coming back we did not call that at all or drew mcintyre we did not which we'll mm-hmm. get to both of those but our primary predictions and our what if predictions were right and the fact i'll for example the money in the bank badge one la night It's so over, it's utterly ridiculous. (laughs) He did it on his own damn self. We all wanted him to win. We all gave examples why other people should win, except Logan Paul. And the crowd hated (laughs) Logan Paul, which is great. Damian Priest won. He was our second person after LA Knight who we thought would have won. It's hard because we all wanted LA Knight to win. But we understood our last podcast that hey, Judgment Day? Make him into a more important thing. You got the women's champ. Now you got Mr. Money in the Bank. We said that. And now Mm -hmm. going back, it's pure WWE logic for the people who are like, what are you talking about? Damian Priest was in the main event of one of the best pay per views of the year in Puerto Rico, and he lost to Bad Bunny. You knew they had to give him something back for losing that match to Bad Bunny. And here it is. Jacob, what were your thoughts on this Money in the Bank? A star was going to be made regardless, which we loved. Obviously, there's some people in the community didn't like, but what were your thoughts on Damian winning and Triple H acknowledging that LA night is really over and good things come to those who wait? Um, part
3: of
1: me feels like Triple H's explanation was kind of a cop-out. Mm-hmm. That's, a, that's how I felt, but uh, good for Damian Priest, good for Judgment Day. Um, it is a, it's still a little
3: confusing on why. I have a feeling like Finn's
1: got to get be going out of Judgment Day at this point. Yes. Um, just fine. Whatever. We'll get face Finn back, I guess. But uh, fuck me. L A Knight is so goddamn over. Mm-hmm. I mean, dude. I mean, I really wanted L A Knight to win. That, yes. So bad.
0: If LA Knight would have won, this potentially could have been the greatest money in the bank of all time. Oh yeah. Yep. yep. It's, it's funny like, because the only one I think of that's number 1 is 2011 in Chicago. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: um LA Knight gives me uh like uh Enzo and Big Cass vibes. Mm-hmm. I mean just the crowd is just so into everything. Mhm. Every word that dude is saying into a microphone, you're just like, yeah.
0: It's amazing. Sweet. There was a time where he was really, I, there was that moment where I was like, oh, he's taking everyone out. He's going to do it. And then it didn't work out. And I and was
2: Damien Priest came.
0: And Byron, what do you think about the Archer date, if it Damien Priest winning this? And it felt weird because the crowd, like, they were just like, ah. Like, it wasn't like if LA Knight would have won, they would still be cheering
2: right now. Yeah, LA Knight, not LA Knight, Damian Priest did not get a reaction. Like, it went dead silent as soon as he grabbed that briefcase. I was like, well, there's our maybe future world champion. Seth or Roman, you can pick. Apparently, you can pick now the Intercontinental or United States champion. So that's an added bonus this year, which is nice. That's um, cop, those are cop outs. I, I trust me, I know. <laughs> <laughs> um, but like you guys, said, I really wanted LA Knight to win. I really thought he was about to do it. Oh, I had to type text out too. I was gonna send it to you. Our group chat was at like, LA Knight, yeah, and it didn't happen. Um, I enjoyed the match though. Um, that spot where uh Ricochet and Logan Paul did a Spanish fly off the ropes mm-hmm. into two tables. Mm-hmm. Holy shit. Ah. Oh. Uh, Spanish Fly is one of my favorite moves and just to see the different variations that people do will always always get a pop out of me. Um, there's also a point where Ricochet literally flew through the ladder to the outside. Mm-hmm. Holy shit. Ricochet is athletic as hell. Um, but I'm fat LA Knight lost, but I'm interested to see how they do uh, Damian Priest
4: with the
0: briefcase as the wrestler would say, in this era, in these type of high-flying matches, Ricochet is a really good hand to have on your company. Mm-hmm. He's a really good one to have in your company because you can put him in these and you know you're going to get something special. Here was one we didn't expect. Raw, I mean, raw, I forgot, they're now women's tag team, all combined. Uh, Ronda and Shane Evers, Liv and Raquel Rodriguez. And to our to grin. Shayna Baszler turned on Ronda Rousey, and Morgan and uh Rodriguez were able to get the win. Jacob, were you shocked by this turn? I didn't think this was happening, and it happened, and two-part things. One, were you shocked? And two, are you mad that it happened because we didn't have to sacrifice those other belts for this to happen? Yeah.
1: Yeah, I, I thought that part was fucking dumb.
3: Like, uh, but okay, so we're getting God...
1: okay. Liv Morgan and Raquel won. Wonderful. That's great. Liv has
0: time... technically
1: pinned Ronda Rousey three
0: times. <laughs> which is
3: crazy <laughs> yes, to <that's> think. Crazy.
1: <laughs> but we love Liv over here, so uh, she's like <laughs> I, I'm happy for Liv. I don't you know, obviously I don't give a fuck about Raquel. We know <laughs> <laughs> Shayna turning on ronda is like honestly let's be real that's way more important than the titles yeah way more uh, prominent mm-hmm. so the question is and i think it i think she'll do it does ronda end up just doing the job for shayna apparently ronda's given wwe uh, hey i went out by this date
0: yeah like a mm-hmm. notice yep talking to you jacob i know you like ufc mm-hmm. Is she doing this because Nunez is out and there's no real...
1: Fuck, dude, that's the rumor! But I'm sorry, I still think she's, she would get absolutely just dominated anymore. And But if you know, are...
0: you, know, you know, we talk about booking, which makes no sense. She shouldn't have been in that match with Nunez, and I'll hold that for the rest of my life. But if she showed up right now in that division, she's been eventing. Oh, 100% she's going to main event. So is that the rumor? She saw it. I mean, that's what I was thinking. I know it's with popping like, Nunez is out. So she's like, oh, Nunez is out. These belts are wide open. I can go back and
4: do that. Nothing work work less.
0: Yeah, but Holly Holm's still there. <laughs> and there's some others. They're the women now. But I'm thinking, I was just thinking, I was like, is it? Is it? Is it a thing?
1: <laughs> I don't know. We need, to get, we need to get Chuck on this. That's true. That's true. Got to ask we, him. We, we, there needs to be a whole podcast about <laughs> the possibility of Ronda coming back. But <laughs> but let's hope, and I really hope she does. I think Ronda will do the job for Shayna because mm-hmm. they're friends. Yes. But then the question is, will WWE do right by Shayna Baszler and push her like she should have been or like how she was back in NXT?
0: That's a good. yeah. Wow. I know we bring this up all the time. I mean, Becky killed Shayna. It yeah. was what it was. I mean, Shayna eliminated every... I, again, Liv Morgan, I thought she died. Like Mm -hmm. I thought she died in that Elimination Chamber match. Shayna eliminated all those women just to get to lose to Becky, who was pregnant, who just dropped the belt literally like the next week?
2: Well, it was after Money in the Bank, because she Oscar won Money in the Bank, and then Becky said, she she have the title now. She didn't wrestle Money in the Bank, did she? I don't remember. Because that Money in the Bank was losing. But
0: anyway, it was basically close enough, but you're yep. right, Jacob, to put her back to what she was at XT, and in wrestling, you could tell who either really loves each other or really hates each other because you don't let the in-between say some of the stuff. Because Shayna walked out there and she's like, I could speak forever. We're tired of you trying to talk on the mic. You would not have any other woman saying that shit to Ronda Rousey without getting approved. Right? So... It's going to be interesting. There's going to be a SummerSlam match, and if by Jacob's date, if Ronda lose, well, if Ronda loses that August match, what's the next big milestone UFC pay per view event in the next couple months? 300 is going to be coming up
1: eventually. There you go. I mean, we're at what 293 or 292, I believe, right I now. So, yeah. So you got you got time. She's still in shape. Yep. I don't know who the fuck she faces. Whoever has the title at that time. <laughs> I'm being serious.
0: I know you're right. <laughs> she did it with Amanda. I know. <laughs>
1: fucking God, let's go Holly home. I hope she gets a fucking title back.
0: <laughs> Byron, what do you think of this turn? I know you're not the biggest Ronda Rousey fan, but she brings the eyeballs. She's a big name and this turn. How do you feel about
2: it? I was shocked because I did not see this coming. I thought Ronda and Shayna were going to win and continue to elevate the women's tag team division. Apparently not uh, because I didn't know she had an end date till yesterday uh, when I was reading some tweets like Ronda Rousey wants to leave WWE permanently. I'm like, wow, wow, that's a shock because I thought she wanted to elevate the women's division, but now that you mentioned the UFC stuff, it makes sense why she would want to leave WWE. Um But I'm gonna root for Shayna because she was fired on a mic last night at Raw. Um she basically ate Rhonda on a mic and it was a beautiful sight to see. But I do feel like Rhonda would give her the rub on her way out.
3: But is Rhonda so she could obviously just win and on to UFC, but I'm excited for
2: Shayna. Um, hopefully Raquel and Liv can elevate that women's tag team division. I still don't understand why NXT women's tag team division had to die for this, but
1: I'm not Vince, so whatever. <laughs> <laughs> You know, in right. some I just, I mean, I was just thinking about this now with the UFC WWE merger. It's not like it would be hard for her to get out of the WWE contract to get into a UFC contract. That's a good point, man. That's a good point. Yeah. Fucking Endeavor owns all of it. So, I mean, hey, keep your WWE contract. Here's a UFC contract. Fuck yeah. it. Like, let's start doing the crossovers. Like, I could definitely see that shit happening. That'd be, it'd be super easy. It wouldn't
0: mm-hmm. be as hard as it would be a year ago. Yeah. That is a that is a really, really good point. All right, a match that we all got right. It was never in doubt. Gunter dominant continuing the intercontinental run. A thing we did not see coming. Drew McIntyre came out. Shocking. Completely shocking, because his contract's still in limbo, like it's still supposed to expire. I, <laughs> Jacob, <laughs> it's likely we're gonna get Drew and Gunter at SummerSlam, which is gonna be as their friend Sheamus would say a banger. What the hell do you do? Because if Drew wins, I think Gunter's going to win the Royal Rumble next year. That's me. I, I think Gunter's going to win the Royal Rumble right now. But if Gunter wins, which I think he should continue this run, Drew's probably out. Like this is probably his last run unless contracts change. What do you do?
3: Um, All right, first off, didn't
1: Gunther face Riddle, not Dominic? Yeah, I'm sorry. Riddle. Dominic lost. He got his ass with the next match after. Yeah. All (laughs) right. Uh,
3: If if Gunther loses, the question is, what do you do in the meantime with him? Go on his honeymoon? He did get married. He did get married. (laughs)
1: Um, I, I don't know. It's so hard because I don't want to keep saying the same thing over and over and over again, but like
3: Drew McIntyre, right guy
1: wrong time?
0: I mean, it's the truth, man. You gotta keep... It's the truth.
1: Fuck me, dude. And I feel for Drill. I do. It, he, it's not that he's a good hand either. Like, he should... He's a fucking main eventer. hmm But... I mean, hell, we we talked about the rumors of him possibly being at Wembley, but I don't see that happening anymore.
0: I don't know, man. I, I, SummerSlam is August 5th. If his contract expires around that time, like, legitimately, he doesn't resign, doesn't get fired, he can hop over and work immediately like Adam Cole and Malachi did. Yeah. They're playing it risky because they're not firing him, so.
3: Dude, I, I don't know because I, I don't want to see Gunther
1: lose. All right. I don't want to see him get put back to the back of the line because let's be real, he has done such an amazing job as an IC champion. He has not been pinned since being on the main roster, which is absolutely astonishing. And I've and I know I've said it before, like I could see him as a very, very real contender of taking away the title from Roman. And I'd be I'd be good with it. Because Gunther mm-hmm. deserves it in my opinion. Um I don't know what the hell we do with that. I don't know what the hell you do with Drew. I don't, I'm not sure how you play this out. Mm-hmm. I don't know what's happening behind the scene. You know, I don't know if they've re-signed an extension for Drew. I, You know, if you did, fine. But storylines going forward, I, I, I don't know what you do right now.
0: It's funny you brought up the extension thing because Michael Cole and Triple H both brought up the real-life things. Like, Michael Cole said, any rumors of Drew McIntyre's demise have been False, because I mean there and Triple H is like, oh, I didn't know there was issues with. But again, like you said, thing, I didn't know there was issues. Drew was just injured. I was like, mm, you guys never announced Drew was injured at WrestleMania onward. Let's let's not. But Byron Drew McIntyre coming back one of the shocking things of the night. Like, what are you
2: gonna do at SummerSlam? I Don't know, man. I don't know because Gunter has been amazing, and I just love the way he finishes matches like without a finisher like he has a finisher which is i think is power bomb um that he does but sometimes he'll chop a guy in the chest and hit him or like he did with riddle he put in the ankle lock in on riddle's injured foot and made him tap which is amazing that he's winning matches in different fashions and just making the intercontinental champion just ship amazing just his run has been amazing I thought ah. gonna, I thought it was going to be Randy who showed up after. Yeah, I thought <laughs> yeah, Imperium was going to jump Riddle and then Randy, brother Randy's that would come fun. out and but I save think, him. I think he's done. <sighs> yeah, unfortunately, but I've heard rumors that he might come back for SummerSlam, so we'll see. Um, but with I don't know what you drew, do with the Drew and Gunter because I like Drew. I think he. I want him to have that moment in front of. A crowd that he didn't get um, at WrestleMania. I don't know if the Intercontinental Championship is it though. I mean, if you are want- the
0: first p- person to pay Gunter for the title, I feel like that's is
2: one of those bigger moments you could get right now. That's true because Roman is probably not dropping that title anytime soon, and Seth has just been freshly crowned champion, so you want to keep him hot. So, and awesome theory is. Awesome Theory he wasn't, um,
3: even on the
2: car- he wasn't even on the card he was he was not he was not
3: um
2: but I think I think Gunter has to win if this matches at SummerSlam I feel like Gunter has to win and keep the Intercontinental Championship going well, we're gonna which I, really- I hate for Drew because ah oh, I'm such a big fan of Drew Drew
0: carried this company in the craziest time of our lifetimes during mm-hmm. COVID. And he's never truly been rewarded for that. Which but again, it's Jacob's sucks. thing. It's literally Jacob's line. He is the right guy. Mm-hmm. He is just at the very wrong time right now. Yeah. And that's a whole other podcast. Who? How many people were the right guy at the wrong time? That's a, that's a sleeper pod right there, Jacob. Mm. That's, uh, yeah you're right like that's a real like to have to do like the right guy at the wrong time that's a sleeper thing so since I made this mistake Cody Rhodes whooped Dominic Mysterio's ass so <laughs> <laughs> biggest thing that woe was loud and every time oh, I hear is. that woe I can't believe this man didn't beat Roman Reigns every time
2: as uh, Triple H says um, those who are patient will be rewarded which is I'm so fucking tired of that excuse, dude.
0: <laughs> but <laughs>
2: it looks like Cody
0: and Brock. I mean, Cody and Brock are gonna have it in three. So then after that match, it's like quiet for a little bit, and then you hear the trumpets, and you're like, "Is this a commercial?" And then surprise to all, John Cena comes out. Um, you know, talking to London Kraut. crowd. London crowd's going absolutely freaking nuts. And you know, WrestleMania in London, yada yada. You have Grayson Waller come out talking some shit. Australian said, yada, yada, have a tit for tat. Cena Aa's in. Crowd is ecstatic. Everything's happy. So I was circling back to this. I think this move, which was very close to the vest, because there was no rumors on dude coming back, is a thing to combat Wembley. Like, hey, we might have WrestleMania here one day. Just think about it. <laughs> like, so just be like, I think WWE is going to see how good AEW does in Wembley and then maybe like 5 years, 10 years they'll have one in London. Cuz that crowd is amazing. Yes it is. Jacob, what were your thoughts on
3: John Cena just randomly pulling up to Money in the Bank? Yeah, I was I was pretty shocked by this. I was just like, "Well, oh, Cena's
1: here? Okay, shit. That's a big deal." <laughs> you know. And the whole We're gonna bring WrestleMania here. It's like, okay. I guess. It's still out in a minute. I'm it's fourth of July, so in my opinion, I'm just like, man, fuck that. (laughs) 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 Fuck them red coats, baby. (laughs) As I pour my tea out in the harbor. Mm -hmm. Uh, Cool, I guess. Like, no, I mean, I get it. The foreign crowds have just been awesome all year, all year, man. Been hype, man. So in London would be cool, I guess, but you know, part of me is like, man, not nah, keep that shit in America. But I'm like, dude, I, even I ain't going to the fucking WrestleManias right now. So <laughs> like it, it's just been crazy because the events all
0: overseas from when they did the thing in Wales with Drew, um, mm-hmm. Sammy, what they did in Montreal, Puerto mm-hmm. Rico. Wh- like these and these overseas pay-per-views have been freaking hitting, man. These crowds are absolutely crazy.
2: Even the one in Saudi Arabia was the crowd was live. Which is strange because wow. we of, gave mm-hmm. a Saudi Arabia compliment. That's crazy.
4: <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> but you're not wrong. You're not wrong. You're not. At if the I, same time, it would kind of be neat though, in a way, because like WrestleMania would be done at like
3: what? Seven, eight. Yeah, like nine. No, no.
0: like, Ariel, Ariel, oh boy, you know, UFC writer, bleach report guy. He brought that up too. He's like, it'd be much easier for, think about how many more kids could watch it. You start a Saturday at like three and be done by seven instead of a kid trying to stay up from oh, midnight seven <laughs> to midnight, which yeah, it, it'd be, I mean, it's a thing to think about. I think they could do it. I mean, so Byron, what did you think of, John Cena just making a surprise appearance, and I know we talk about this with all the other part-timers who seem like they really don't give a shit. That is the complete opposite with John Cena.
2: John Cena actually gives a shit about WWE because he showed up in London. It's not like it was a home (laughs) pay-per-view in America. This man flew all the way out to London just for the fans, and that is amazing. I was shocked I got hyped. I was like, "Holy shit, it's John Cena!" Like, we haven't seen him since WrestleMania when he lost to Austin Theory. Um, I was excited. I thought maybe it was going to set up a match for him at SummerSlam. So maybe him and versus Grayson Waller. We'll see. Um, but I would love to see a WrestleMania overseas because these lot live- overseas crowds have been live. So either if they go to London or if they want to go to Australia, I'm down for it.
3: I think that. Austin, Austin
0: Theory needs to be real careful.
3: Because you're even the United States
0: champ. You're not. I, there was a tweet, which is true. I've never seen someone beat someone as big as John Cena, and it really not mean shit. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Because no, even no. John Cena said in
0: the promos, like, even if I lose, you're like, you lose. Like, he hasn't <laughs> yeah. done anything. And look at Grayson Waller, who's been called up. He just had a thing in London with one of the greatest of all time. Mm -hmm. This Friday, he's hosting Edge, another greatest of all time type person. Like, they are trusting Grayson Waller with these legends. And, like, he can talk, like, like, what's Theory, like, besides being good in the ring, like, what is Theory good at? Like, he's not captivating any of us, and that belt needs to come off him, because this is almost like Dean Ambrose' U.S. title run.
2: Yeah, I think... What didn't help Austin Theory is how he was pushed in for that Money of the Bank pay-per-view last year.
0: True. But how are you the only champ in the whole company not on the main on the card? You have to feel some type of way. Yeah. You yeah. have to.
3: Like that is the only reason that
0: Asuka and them weren't on the cards because they wrestled in one of the main events of on the Friday. Mm-hmm. And then they wrestled like the Sunday. So it's like, I, I don't know, man. I'm, I'm kind of concerned for Austin. Like, cause he, he needs to be, he needs to be in a big match at SummerSlam, or he needs to drop that title to LA Knight or somebody.
2: I would not mind him dropping the title to LA Knight at all.
3: Jacob, any thoughts on the stuff I said about Austin Theory, how
1: he's kind of in the danger zone? Yeah, he's in the danger zone. Uh, let's be real, that match sucked between him and Cena. Yes. Yes. Mania. Mm-hmm. I think that was the biggest thing that, like, you have John Cena who can put on a great match at any given time, and that match sucked. I think that was the killer for him. Mm-hmm. Not the fact that he beat John Cena. I think it was the fact that that match just sucked. And it just sucked all the air out of the entire arena because it was like, eh, that is true. And then, no. And we all, I think the also
0: problem with that match, too, is we all knew John Cena was going to lose as soon as they said it was for the U.S. title. Because John Cena is not going to win a title if he can't come defend it, at least Mm quasi-consistently. So we knew, like, I think that was WWE's mistake. They should have never announced it was for the U.S. title, because then we would have had intrigue. We'd be like, hmm, maybe Cena shovels him.
2: (laughs) Or maybe, like... Yeah, they could have maybe, like, announced it, like, the day of. Like, oh... Breaking news, John Cena, that match is going to be for the U.S. title now, which would I would love to ask yeah. him about that.
0: Like, you know, I messed it up, but it's interesting. Grayson Waller's doing some good things. I mean, Cena still gives a shit and I gotta throw the thing because he's ruined Jacob's things for two years. John Cena's just as fucking busy and he's becoming a lot. What you doing, Dwayne?
1: <laughs> he's losing millions and millions of dollars on the XFL. Well, that's Fair what he's enough.
2: doing. Fair <laughs> enough. Man did lose almost either twenty million or almost close to twenty million on the X. It's all right. X- he's uh-huh. on his
1: he's on
0: his apology tour. He just went back to the Furious thing, so he's just gonna get that money back. Yeah. Hey, anyway, humility is a powerful thing.
4: <laughs> <laughs>
0: it's a powerful thing. All right. Women's Money in the Bank ladder match. There was only one real correct winner, and we all picked it right. Selena was on second that we thought, but nah, we all knew. It had to be EO. <laughs> we all we all got that right. Kudos to us. The way she won to with handcuffing the four horsewomen of Lynch and Bailey together, preventing them from climbing the ladder. And that was cool. Uh, that was a really cool way for her to win. Vega hitting that code red and almost killed Stark. That was heat. Mm-hmm. They all did well. I mean, UK still singing the shout out to the uh, base. Bailey, the uh, will you be my girl? and they All did what they needed to do. I didn't think Trish Stratus was gonna win. We all caught it right. I mean, it's it's EO and like Jacob said about uh Shayna. Bring that NXT EO who is a dominant champion as well. And let's get it going. Jacob, thoughts on this match?
1: I was good with it. I, I was, I mean, that's pretty much it. I just mm-hmm. hope and I don't want to sound like such a fucking old man and you know, just keep saying it, but like like you said. I want these NXT dominant champions to shine. Mm-hmm. Yep. But we were talking about, uh, you know, me and, me and my coworker. We were talking, you know, like we're like, who does she cash in on? What What does she do? And I think she's going to cash in on old Charlotte. There. I think Charlotte's going to win the title from Oscar again because that's standard procedure. Yep. And then she'll take it from Charlotte. Charlotte will come back at Mania and get her 17.
0: Uh well, because she's at four. So she waited at SummerSlam, that'd be fifteen. Oh, okay. So it would tie the record. Yeah. Okay. Jacob, I don't I don't disagree with you because I think she's gonna cash it at SummerSlam. And statistics show that like 99% of the women's cash-ins have been on Charlotte Flair. <laughs> um, Charlotte will do
1: the job because she just wants to win it back.
0: Yeah, but you do something. God, I, and I don't want this to be out here, but this is probably what's going to happen. So SummerSlam is probably going to be Bianca, Asuka, and Charlotte in a triple threat match. Mm-hmm. Asuka is going to get pinned because Asuka does business. Mm-hmm. EO is going to come. Cash in on her. Hold the belt for a bit. Probably internal feud with Bailey. They all break up. Charlotte's gonna get it back. And then you start the new year. Bianca can be like, at SummerSlam, I was not the one who got pinned. So mm-hmm. I deserve a rematch. And I just gave WWE their booking. There you go. So then you finally get you get Oscar, you get uh, Charlotte and Bianca main eventing night one. There you go. That
3: I just worked. gave it, I just gave it to him.
0: That work. The only people who die in this is EO, Asuka, damage control, because they'll be broken up. But you you have Bianca and Charlotte. There you go. I Just gave it to him.
3: Byron, your head's down.
0: I I I know you're not happy hearing that, bud.
2: <laughs> the fact that it makes sense is what it makes <laughs> sense. <hurts me. laughs>
0: <laughs> That's what we do over here on the wrestling pod. We make sense. I know.
2: I know. And I hate it. Oh but it makes so much sense. Um but I'm happy that EO won. Congratulations. Um fair winner. Like you said, Zelina, second. But yeah, that call breaker that Zelina did to Zoe Stark, I was like, holy shit. And kudos to them for doing that spot. Selena needs to get rewarded soon.
0: By next next year she needs to be rewarded in something like another main event match or something.
2: Yeah, because she did good at Puerto Rico against Rhea. I was behind her and did she did great in Money in the Bank, and she's quickly become one of the crowd favorites. So hopefully yeah. she does get rewarded soon And um, that spot. With you know, climbing over Bailey while she was handcuffed to Lynch to grab the briefcase, I thought that was an excellent spot. And they zoomed out and just that shot of her holding the title while Lynch and Bailey was handcuffed was. It was a great image, but we'll see what they do. It probably will go your route. Maybe she ashes in on Rhea because Rhea's not really doing anything with the championship except for wrestling Natalia every two weeks. <laughs> That's a um,
0: quick thing before we go this next match. Someone tried to say on the good old internet wrestling community that with EO winning, live and Raquel being champs, and like Rhea being champs. They tried to say the era of the four horsewomen are over. And I'm like, are we-
4: <laughs> Did they all
0: just magically retire yesterday? <laughs> and I, I just read that and I just said, You're saying that now? I want to screenshot that and send it back to him in a year when Charlotte's main eventing as the 16th time champ.
4: Right. <laughs> Becky Lynch
0: and Becky Lynch beats Rhea on night two for the title. Well, we'll be seeing. <laughs> <laughs> And Bailey's still every day trying to get Sasha Banks to come back. So,
4: yeah.
0: but Jacob, your reaction is what I—I I, just—I can't
3: believe someone said something so asinine. That's a good one.
1: That's a good comic <laughs> relief.
2: <laughs> I mean. He said their era is over. Like they all just magically retired yesterday, <laughs> or, or all of
0: them are never going to win an important match ever again. Yo. <laughs>
4: We loved but all
0: day. Right. <laughs> yeah, it was it was wild, but that's something to laugh about the rest of this pod. My next match was Finn and Seth. Talk about the crowd! Seth Rollins, man, is so over too. <laughs> like he is so over, and these two have good history and chemistry with one another. We we all got that right. Seth winning, big thing. You all um, Damian Priest coming out with the briefcase. I said, please God, don't let him cash in because it's gonna fail. And you had Finn messing it up, and we're seeing another crack in factions, Jacob. Now the bloodlines—I am not blood—well, they do. But now Judgment Day has cracks.
1: Yeah, natural progression. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's just how it always happens. Mm-hmm. Is what it is. We're going, and it's theoretically. Let Let's. I mean, not to go back to it, but you know, let, let's say, uh, let's say Damian Priest cashes in successfully mm-hmm. on
3: like Seth Rollins. He gets the world title. Ben's the leader. Mm-hmm. Dominic's uh
1: stooge. Mm-hmm. But your main leader doesn't have the big title. It doesn't make sense.
0: Sometimes I think Rhea's the leader, but I understand what
1: you're saying. <laughs> I mean, Rhea's the most over. I, I But shout out to Dominic and Rhea for that one. <laughs> but it, it doesn't make any sense if Finn's there in leading it but not having a main title.
3: Mm-hmm. If he was a manager, it'd be different, but yeah. he's not.
1: So, if Finn goes away, Finn goes away, it's fine. It is what it is. I'm not saying I want that to happen. I want to say, I want I would love to see Judgment Day just be dominating everyone they should I mean they're
0: they're finally like you said with the Rhea Dom thing, they're finally catching stride of what they should have been when they first started like it
3: or
1: even like if uh, theoretically even if let's say uh, Finn and Dominic decide to go after the tag titles mm. still be weird mm. though because the leader would have the tag title instead yeah. of the main title Good point. But I guess it would kind of elevate the tag titles, theoretically, in a way. Kind of, I don't know. It's a good point. I just, I don't know. It's kind of how do you how how do you book yourselves going forward without kicking Finn out of the Judgment Day? As far as I can see, I see Finn getting out of the Judgment Day. Do you have?
0: Oh god! Uh, like you said, the leader not having the. Title, the big title, because if Damien cashes in, yada yada, but is Finn someone down the road who beats Gunter before the Royal Rumble and gets the title? So then Finn has the intercontinental title. And then Damien, I mean, you still have that thing, but that's a, at least that's an individual title.
1: It's an individual title, but it wouldn't be the world title. Like that's it's true. Not, it's not, in the grand scheme of things, it's not a higher title. Correct. Now, Damian Priest cashing in on Gunther, though, mm-hmm. I can see that, and I'd be happy with that. And I say it every, I, all the time. I, I love seeing the... I want to see other titles get cashed in on. You yeah, know, like, there you cashed in on the U.S. title. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Of course, there was nothing else to really cash in on because Roman's not losing. That's true. And Gunther,
0: and Gunther like, being cashed in on, that would be a shocker because, again, he's been so dominant and has not been pinned. So you can still have the, i only been pinned because I just fought a hell of a licious match. And, and you didn't beat me like when I was at full strength, which that's a good point. I mean, there's a lot of things they can do. Which makes the Judgment Day more interesting. But they need to get better competition for Rhea. So I don't know how this new era of women's going, but the only competition for this new era are the four horsemen.
1: Dude, why is it that... <laughs> That's the only fucking match that Rhea's facing anymore is just Natalia randomly. They don't have anyone else. I mean, there's like. Raw's like, rimming our ass, dude. Yeah. <laughs> dude, Becky's the best person, and she's She's in a thing with Trish. Yeah. I mean, just. You're just sprinkling that match in like. People do a parsley on top of a dish. Just start, <laughs> that's no taste. It has nothing. It's really not that appealing, but it's kind of appealing, but not really at all. Bro, it's crazy because the other, like
0: we said this during the draft, SmackDown, they they took everybody. Charlotte, mm-hmm. Bianca, Asuka, Damage Control. All of them are all about to be single main eventers because EO has the briefcase and obviously Charlotte and Bianca and Asuka. But you go to Raw, Becky's the top woman in that side. But she's in, she's in a thing with with a goat with Trish. So they're about to be done, though. I think Summerslam, that's over. But then it's like, you you can't instantly shift to Rhea and Becky because that's like WrestleMania worthy shit. Yeah, yeah. And then Alexa Bliss is—I mean, she wasn't really doing shit anyway ever since they lost those titles. But she's pregnant. She ain't coming back. Um, for a bit. Mm-hmm. Selena Vega already had her match, so that's done. Who? Liv and Raquel are tag champs. Mm-hmm. Like, what single woman's competitor is on the Raw roster that's worth the damn? Like, if Liv broke off and been single champ, I was like, all right, I could see Liv doing it. But anyone else, they're not going to give Liv two belts. No disrespect to Liv, you're not that level.
1: Yeah, and they're not going to give it to Raquel either. Oh, so. absolutely
0: not.
3: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
4: Dude, I
0: don't know, but like I, dude. Well, I, hopefully... I guess Shayna, Shayna,
4: Shayna, Shayna. Yeah, I'm gonna say Bill, yeah,
0: Bill, Shayna. Shayna beats Ronda. She has to instantly get a title shot.
4: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, yeah. If you're going, you have to capitalize on that if it happens.
0: And I want I want to say something with the Shayna Ronda thing because I can't believe. Shout out to, I can't believe he's gonna shout out. Shout out to Shay McMahon. Ronda and Shayna need to be in a fight pit. They need to be on some raw underground shit at SummerSlam, <laughs> like, yeah. like no rules, just going at it, so they can be as shoot as possible. Because both of them can do it.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Oh yeah! Can't believe I gave a Shane McMahon shout out.
4: Man, <laughs>
0: crazy, crazy world. That's money. Oh yeah. But this Judgment is I, thats the thing to think about when we go into the. I, the Raw. They need some single stars on the women's side. They really do. That's not Becky Lynch. Yeah, because eventually
2: the Four Horsewomen are going to leave, so you got to start building your stars now.
1: Dude, didn't you hear? Four Horsewomen there, it's over.
2: That's true. It's <laughs> over.
1: That's over.
0: And don't worry, this podcast doesn't forget. We'll be, we'll be seeing who's champs by Summer, by Royal Rumble and Wrestlemania. We'll see if it's really over. And we'll see who the challengers are at that time. We'll see if it's really <laughs> over. If no one's hurt. <laughs> All right. Bloodline Civil War, Usos, Solo, Roman Reigns, Roman three belts, still comes out with the three belts. The video package was amazing. We got to this point before the match. You see Sammy and Kevin in the press box. Because obviously Sammy's like, this is a big deal for me, because you know, yada yada. I guys, for the
3: first time in three and a half years, almost four years. Roman Reigns was pinned. One, two, three, on the mat. First time since December fifteenth, two 2019. Usos come
0: out on top on this. So many twists, so many turns. One of the shocking match results in what, Jacob? Probably three years for Roman to take the pin? Roman took the fucking pin. Jacob, what was your initial reaction like seeing that he took the pin?
1: I mean, it was it was shocking. But I guess, you know, the one thing you have going for it is it's been so long that's like, oh shit, Mm -hmm. this is a big deal. Mm -hmm. You know? All right, so how do we take the Usos and make them even more over?
0: Hey, it we just, we said that idea last. Don't mean to cut you off, but we said that SummerSlam could be Roman and Jay. We called that, and it's looking like it's that's it. You got to give the guy who pinned him a one-on-one match,
3: right? One hundred percent have to. Um, but it's kind of hard
1: because, like, I want to say like we're not splitting up the Usos, mm-hmm. and if you are not splitting up the Usos yeah it's kind of hard in my opinion to push them singly, yeah, you know what I'm saying, like yeah. yeah, they can have their moments, but like ultimately like pushing them to the moon like that as single single competitors is different, but
4: I don't know,
3: uh pretty fucking amazing shit, though I mean, that has been a lot
1: been a long time, mhm, so. Good shit though. I mean, wait. Shout out to Roman. And Then even after the match, you know, the videos of Roman seething and freaking yes. out, mm-hmm. saying, "Why are we here?" This London sucks. Oh, I, I. Oh my gosh, yeah. Like, why are
0: we here? Let me just drop you the thing of the the true snake of this all, uh, Paul Heyman. Like when Roman's asking that, I have this written down. Paul Heyman, my tribal chief. Do you want your son sitting at his table? That's why we're here. <laughs> oh,
3: my gosh. It's.
0: Jake, I, I just. I had to. I took off my eye. I'm just still shocked because I couldn't believe what I saw. That he really got pinned. And. It, it's two feelings for me before I toss it to Byron. One, I'm like, holy shit. This dude could actually lose a match the end might be near for this title. But then the other side is like, we couldn't give this fucking shit to Cody Rhodes in April.
4: <laughs>
0: we had to keep it in the family, literally. <laughs> but yeah, the storytelling was on a whole different ah, And then you have um Solo looking like, you really get bent,
4: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Like, like, oh, he might turn. But Byron, what was your thoughts on Seeing Roman
3: get pinned. When it happened, I was just sitting there
2: silent. Because I didn't know how to process my emotions. (laughs) Mm
4: -hmm.
2: Because one, like Jay Uso getting the pin is just amazing storytelling for what Roman put this man through for the last three and a half years. For him to finally get the one upsmanship on Roman Reigns is amazing. But seeing Roman Penn is just still so shocking because we haven't seen this since December 5th, 2019. December 15th. December 15th by uh, Baron Corbin, which is still wild to me that his claim to fame the last couple of years was I was the last man to fan Roman Reigns. and never got a title shot for it. Um, well, that was so when Roman w- Reigns was still getting dog poop dumped on him. That's true. <laughs> that's true. That's <laughs> true. Um but the whole match was amazing just great spots great moments the london crowd again not to sh- shout out to live overseas crowds they were hating roman there was fuck you roman chants. there was stand up if you hate roman reigns and then he was, sat down he sat <laughs> down <yeah. laughs> and then when there was uh, take your shoes off if you hate roman reigns like the crowd was um just yeah, and shout out to overseas crowd. Never. Can you changed.
0: imagine Roman and Cody too at WrestleMania in London?
2: God, I need it. I need it. That'd be it. way
0: too far because I I can't have her. But do you feel? Do you guys feel like now? Like oh shit! Like he he really now nah, he's not gonna lose the jail. Let me just cut that shit off right now. But like in the future,
2: like he could really lose now. Yeah, because there's a chink in his armor now. Like you got pinned like no one thought this man was going to get pinned until he lost the title and he got pinned in a tag match and it's just like there's a chink in his armor now like anybody on a given day could be him not going to be Jay at SummerSlam but Jay might get killed it'll be interesting with how they do SummerSlam because on Friday they do have the trial of Roman Reigns the tribal chief which is probably going to set up that SummerSlam match so like Jay versus Roman Whoever wins is the new tribal chief and gets the title. You could also even do Jimmy versus Solo in a different match if you wanted to. Yeah. Good.
1: Yeah. Good. It is amazing how, like, they just continue the storyline mm-hmm. and keep me fucking intrigued in the storyline. Mm-hmm. Like, goddamn. Shout out to the long term bookers
3: on this one. I, I know.
0: I, I always laugh about the long term brokers because I'm like, are they holding off for Jacob? Are they trying to hold off for Dwayne so they could finally end this? Because he's the only yeah. one in the family who's not been really
1: involved. So, I, Yeah, we can get Rikishi in here, I guess. He's probably going to show. <laughs> I
0: mean, he tweets about the stuff at least. I mean, mm-hmm. but it's just crazy. But I think now you're going to see an even you're going to see a scary Roman. Like, whatever it takes, I'm going to concerto them now to keep my title Roman. Yeah. yeah, We, we, we want to see some ruthless mm-hmm. shit,
3: which I'm good with. Yeah, Jay
2: might not make it out of SummerSlam alive. <laughs> <laughs> the only way he makes it out of SummerSlam alive is one, he wins. Well, he wins. <laughs> <laughs> Two, if Jay and maybe Sami Zayn not Jay, Jimmy and Sami Zayn interfere, but like if they do like solo, like no one's allowed to interfere type match, yeah, Jay is not making out alive.
1: Should it be a steel cage match? Oh, mm.
3: or, or a Hell in a Cell?
0: Hmm, hmm. Like, because I feel like this yeah. isn't just going to be one match. I feel like they're at least going to get two matches out of this.
1: Well, if you they're going so? to do that, then it can't be a steel cage match right off the rip. Because, if, in my opinion, the steel cage match is the blow off. Yeah, yeah, agreed, agreed. I,
0: I do oh. Byron because Jake could be like, "I paid your money in the bank. You got me in Summerslam. One more, let's settle this for good." True, <laughs> but they also had that match in the past. Like, well, the past doesn't matter sometimes in booking. We know this. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you're, you're. That's fair point. And that was. <laughs> This is Jey Uso vengeance, Jey Uso. I I don't know because it will be weird once this this part of the Bloodline feud is over because where do they go next besides Solo turning on Roman? But for Solo to turn on Roman, Roman needs to do something to Solo or Solo needs to be disgusted with Roman, which I know. Cody Rhodes said it in his promo before WrestleMania. He's like, stuff's crumbling, man. They're all going to be gone soon. And I hope when they're all gone and Roman's by himself, that's when Cody's like, hey, remember me? (laughs) Don't know how they're going to do that because, you know, they're on separate brands. Yada, yada. Finish the story. Okay. But now I'm holding out hope.
1: Now, do we talk about the fact that when you talked about Roman coming out with the three belts, Mm -hmm. one of the belts was a Brock Lesnar belt? That's still funny as hell. That's so funny as hell. (laughs) I mean, I, I, a lot of people were like, oh my god, but like, I don't... I never thought it was a big deal. Me
0: either. I feel like it's a momentum thing, because that's the last person he took that belt from. hmm Yeah. But... Or I could feel like, uh, dude, it's just... It is what
3: it is. Yeah. I mean, they do a lot. Yep. I think it was
1: just because Brock's, like, little side pieces, like, really stand out. I think mm-hmm. that's so weird.
0: hmm That's a good point, but both these pay-per-views, man, we talked about in the previews, both delivered. Mm-hmm. For sure. For- forbidden Money in Bank. And we're just, quote, we're upgrading now to SummerSlam and Wembley.
4: <laughs>
0: <laughs> like, we, we are in for a ride because in a couple of weeks, we got a preview. I mean, we're in July. SummerSlam is the first week of August. So in a couple of weeks, we got to meet back up, preview SummerSlam. And then when we're reviewing SummerSlam, we're going to be previewing Wembley. Well, yeah, and then you go from that to Labor Day weekend. Looks like it's all hands on deck AW all hands on AEW for
2: Chicago. Oh, that weekend's about to be so
0: wild. Wrestling's in a really good place right now, it really is. So,
3: anything else, guys? Um, I
1: don't think so. Yeah, you know what? Yeah, I have something to add here. Shout out to the YouTube listeners of this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I was actually going to say something in my closing about so that. I'm so proud of our little fucking YouTube listeners. Like, I, I love you all
0: dearly. All of you. I was actually going to I was actually gonna say something about that. So what Jacob's also talking about is, I, if you listen to this podcast, I know you guys listen to the end of year podcast because this is our funnest one of the year. 2023, the podcast is built around the rivalry of the Dragon Ball expert, Mitch, and the wrestling expert, Jacob. By the end of the year, we're going to see who did better currently right now. I mean, Jacob and Mitch both had their highest viewed YouTube episodes, but Jacob's one was more viewed than Mitch's right now. And Jacob has more listens right now, combined episodes as Mitch. They're still very close, halfway point. We're going to see how many, how is it at the end of the year, but they're going at it right now. And Jacob's on top halfway through the year.
1: It's hilarious. Like, the the podcast listens, I'm like, oh, okay, that's fine. But, like, my I seen the YouTube listens because... That was off
0: one video, too. That was just the most on one video. Where's your video? Which video was it? The one you hate the most, the WrestleMania review. <laughs> oh. <laughs> 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 you
1: know what? I, I, I can't say anything. I can't say... It. That I might is have your most listened YouTube you know video what?
0: ever. <laughs> That WrestleMania review.
1: <laughs> I, I don't even care. I'm so here for it because, it, you know, what? it it controversy makes cash. Let's go. Fuck it. <laughs> I'm good. Like, let's go. I want I want to sh- give me all the shit show. So, man, I'm fucking all about it.
4: <laughs>
1: it's no, it like, <laughs> you, like I just find it hilarious. I made fun of like all of Mitch's listeners. I'm like, who the fuck listens to YouTube podcasts? <laughs> <The fuck laughs> the podcast? I'm like, oh, let's go YouTube listeners. So but, proud of all
0: of you. But you are, it's, it's great seeing, I mean, our, our OGs of the pod, I mean, Dragon Ball and wrestling were like two of the first three episodes with Byron's superhero one. So it's two, seeing two OGs really, really going at it. If you, I mean, if you want to talk about like excluding like myself or like Byron or like Cedric, like founders of this stuff. I mean, you go AEW. I mean, you guys are two of the four pillars of this podcast. Of the whole podcast. It's the truth. You guys are two of the four pillars.
3: Yeah. Yeah. So, y'all going at it. Can't
0: wait for December.
1: Oh, I can't Very wait. Fair. I forgot
0: we even did that until you posted that. Oh, I'm, nah,
1: man. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I just, man. Yeah, y'all are talk-
0: talking that shit to each other. <laughs> Yeah, but we always talk that shit to each other. It's great. But Mitch was like, oh, I guarantee, don't worry. By <laughs> we'll see you at the
1: end of this year. So it's funny because I also talked to Mitch and I was like, dude, it's like, how the hell am I beating you in the YouTube thing? He goes, because Dragon Ball hasn't done shit lately. <laughs> had more than one <laughs> update. Like, I guess that's true, I guess.
2: <laughs> that's funny, but we'll yeah. get uh, Mitch better hope Dragon Ball Super does something wild in these next couple of months. <laughs> Because, I mean, Jake's a busy man from for wrestling now.
0: Like, until post-Wembley, I mean, yeah. no, not even, no, post-Chicago week, he's going to be busy. Yeah, fuck yeah. We're, we got to put
1: out more and more podcasts.
0: <laughs> with that being said, thank you, everyone, for listening to the L7C podcast. We hope you guys had a great 4th of July weekend. And we'll be back previewing SummerSlam. So, with that being said, it's the L7C podcast signing out.